1: Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr.
2: Oh uh, Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their business for more profit. Our offices are located at 25 North 14th Street, 5th floor, downtown San Jose, and you can find us on the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my good friend, producer, and co-host, Mr. Carl Big Papa Wells. Carl, who do we have on the show today? I
3: am... Very pleased to say that, uh, you know, this is the favorite time of year for me. It's the fall, you have 24 different sports going on football, baseball, (laughs) basketball, quidditch, swimming, quidditch, track. I don't know, everything, man. (laughs) Uh, Today, we're going to talk about sports, and today, we have two gentlemen that are actually from what in Dallas, Texas, and they have a show on the air, uh, and it's called What Do I Know sports. Mm. Today we have on the air with us Mr. Arthan Gilder, who is a, 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 a past resident of uh, South Central LA. And we have Mr. Jamal Isom, who's got the greatest voice in radio welcome to the show gentlemen
4: great to be here all
3: right so we're gonna get right into it because this is my favorite time of the year for a lot of reasons halloween thanksgiving christmas but also because there are so many sports going on at the same time right we got baseball we got football we got basketball this is world series time now right and carl davis is a big world series fan so so um i want to ask just to get started this question: mm-hmm. Are there or is there too much analytics in baseball, in in sports? Period. Mm.
4: Well, well, if we want, let me let me let me start off. Um, this is our thing for anybody who wants to know. I am a non- I'm an anti-analytics guy. I'm old school. I'm fifty uh, 53 years old, mm-hmm. and I think that the the analytics, uh, the that it's called in baseball, and even where they try to apply it in basketball, what it's done is taken a lot of the instinct. Uh, a lot of the the, mm-hmm. the strategy uh, and just the guts of a lot of the players and managers and coaches totally out of it. Let me look in this book and and yeah. and, mm-hmm. and let me let me do this.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And, I, and I think nothing was more illustrated uh, than in the last last night's game when Dave Roberts opted to try to bunt Justin Turner over the third when Justin Turner had just injured his leg in uh, the, the, game, the night before last game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave Roberts looked in his book mm-hmm. and said, okay, the book says if we're in this situation, we need to bump the runner over to third, but the book doesn't say this man's leg is hurt. <laughs> so, and, and I'll just tell you, yeah, guys,
5: that, was, that was a bad move. Yeah.
3: What did you guys think about the game? The What game was it? Game six? That was game,
5: that was game five.
3: What did you think about game, game, five. game five of the World Series?
5: I thought it was fantastic, man. Uh, I was uh, a, a shocked and amazed at all at the same time because Kershaw, you're thinking, you know, he's stuck to full run, a 4 run lead. Yep. I, took, I didn't even watch after that. <laughs> and I, I turned it back on when the, the Astros got back into it, and I'm thinking, kershaw got to lock this down, don't he? Hey, hey. And then I was like, you look up
2: at 12-12. <laughs> 12-12 going into the 10th inning. It was, it was crazy. That was a great game. But everyone's been talking great about this game. series that has been a great series. Now yeah, you know. Man. Now you know, and and I want you guys to talk about this because you guys are the the experts on sports. When that game was going on last night, do you know the Pittsburgh Steelers was playing Detroit Sunday yeah. night football? Yeah. The World Series was on, and the Warriors were playing Detroit. <laughs> right, three games yeah. on.
3: There you go. That's that's yeah. what makes this the best time of year. Yeah,
5: yeah. Warriors well, game upset me a little bit. <laughs>
3: So what about what about the money in sports? Let's talk a little bit about the money in sports. Is, you know everyone talks about the players that make so much money, they don't think about or they don't talk about the the uh, investment from the six from being six years old to being twenty one, and then you know the time in the pros. So is 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 a player worth ten million dollars a year? Is a player no. worth a one hundred and fifty million no. dollar contract?
5: No, I do. I think Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. Oh, wait a
4: minute, Art yeah. Arthan, you said no, no. Why? They play a kid's game. Uh, one, one kickball is a kid's game. And so is basketball, baseball, <laughs> and football. Okay, One of my daughters is a teacher. She's an educator. She shapes the minds of youth. So you mean to tell me that in this country that we live in, that these guys that just run around out there, and wait a minute, then they're making $10 million a year, and then they jump up and like, you know what, I'm going to hold out because I'm not making enough money. Mm-hmm. I... Why don't you try to hold out on your job and see what happens?
3: Yeah, they'll show us the door quickly, Jamal. What do you think, man?
5: No, I think I think the I think it's perfect because when you got all that revenue coming in, because everybody knows NFL is a nine billion, ten billion dollar conglomerate. I mean, let's just be honest and And growing. Not fair that all and and still growing exactly that all the owners get all that money. You got to divvy that up somehow. And if I'm somebody like Tom Brady, dropping Super Bowls every year. Oh, I need $10 million, no less.
2: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, guys, I um, mean, if we really look at this the right way, uh, the country values entertainment because yeah. that's what that is. That's entertainment.
5: A lot more than education. More
2: than they value education. You just said it. Now, yeah. I'm not mad at the entertainment people getting what they're supposed to get, but those educators should be getting what they're supposed to get, too.
4: No, I, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. And when I say yeah, the question that was posed, are they worth it? No, I don't think they're worth that. But I think, you know, in our country, we have a warped sense of what to value. Yeah. So I, I agree with you guys a thousand percent on that. If I'm an NFL or NBA or baseball player, I'm asking for my $25 million. Yes, I'm demanding it. And I probably would hold out, too. But when you look at it, yeah, realistically... No, 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 I don't, no it's not. It, you know, heck, if somebody wants to pay me a bunch of money to, uh, to run and chase and hit a ball, I'm going to take it too. But
3: then the owners are there. The owners are there making all this money. They got TV rights. They got stadium rights. They got merchandising and concessions rights. You know, they're making more money, yeah. so much money to where they yeah. can call a player or a team of players. What? Inmates. Inmates. Yeah. yeah. And then the inmates sit up there and say, "Okay, well, I guess I'm an inmate, but I got this ten million dollar contract, right? So, but there's there's so much money. Let's just talk yeah. about football real quick. Yeah. And there's so much money in sports that I agree with you, Artham. I I have kids that are in school." and i they spend 8 hours a day in school that's their investment and the teachers are there with 30 kids in one class that's their i do agree that teachers should make and and uh, nurses should make and and especially our armed forces should make the money but these football players oh, these athletes yeah they they make they they put a lot of investment into it right. um and then when it comes to what what rights they have you know, as a ball player, then it comes down to okay, I'm, do I want to make the money or do I want to continue with uh, you know my rights as a as a as a human being? I guess.
2: Can I ask you guys a question because I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this sports? And we were just talking about it. Now that's a huge industry. There's a lot of people making a living. Whether you're a coach, whether you're a trainer, whether you're a lawyer, whatever right. agent. Why don't you guys talk a little bit about sports as an industry? and how on this type of show we talk about the business of sports. Give us what you guys think about sports as an industry.
4: Okay. You know what, That's a, Carl, I love that question. One of the things, uh, my, my oldest son, who's a graduate of the University of Houston, and he graduated in finance uh, when he was young, and, of course, every kid, when, most kids when they're young, I want to be an NBA player, I want to be a, a football player, you know, or everybody wants to be pro. And I always told him, I said, well, what if that doesn't work out? And he was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, be an agent. Right? So you still can be affiliated with it, you know, with it. If you major in marketing, hey, maybe you can do marketing and advertising, uh, you know, for one one of these sports teams. Because there's so many mm-hmm. uh, links to sports, as you just said, Carl. Mm-hmm. You don't have to necessarily play for the team. Yes, you can be in something affiliated with it. And when we come back to the educational uh, educational part in our school systems nowadays, there aren't programs to." to uh, actually point these kids towards other avenues in mm-hmm. sports as opposed to just running on the field and, and uh, running on the court and hitting, chasing, and uh, catching a ball. Right,
5: right, right. Yeah, I totally agree with that because that's why I started doing our show because I, I was not a great athlete, let's just be honest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I love to talk about it. And, you know, there's other outlets too out there that can educate me, so I, I could do things like this and just talk about sports because I can't. I, I ain't gonna be able to get crossed over by John Wall. It's not gonna happen,
4: right? So, so, <laughs> so sports is. If I, I, g- I would have had a father like Levar, like Levar Ball, I could have made it.
3: Yeah, yeah. If I had a father, I'd have made it. But then that's a whole different show. So, but but there are so sports and especially great sports. There are catalysts for other jobs that are in sports. Like you said, like trainers, like sports announcers, yeah. um, like referees, and things, those type of things. And that's a huge business. To where, you know, if there is a multi billion dollar business, even a trillion dollar business, that, that it does that's one of the things that does trickle down right into into the community. All the way down to, to what do you guys do with your with your inner city programs, with your basketball programs, and your sports programs, your nonprofits in in Dallas as well. It's a trickle down, right?
5: Yes. Yeah, correct.
2: Well, Well, Carl, why don't you have them tell us a little bit about um, their show and your and your um, your nonprofit? And we got about two minutes, and then we'll go on the second side and speak more. But give us a a little kind of synopsis of what you guys do, and and even your nonprofit. Well,
4: Jamal, go ahead and talk about your show. That was your
5: baby. If Uh,
3: neither one of y'all take it, I'll take it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well. uh, what we try to do with our show, and I try to do uh, when, I, when I first started. it, Because I, I started it by myself, and our Dan came on later. You know, I just thought, you know, we need two different minds, and we just want to give people different perspectives on different sports topics. And we also uh, tackle uh, non-sports topics as far as uh, what's going on in the in the world and in uh, in our society today. We just try to make sure we educate people and make them aware of things that you know, that involve sports and don't involve sports. Because at this
4: particular point, and, and, uh, we, and Carl talked about it uh, you know, the last time I was on the show, Jamal and I, you know, although we have a filter, there are certain things that we are able to say and are willing to say that some of the people on the larger networks, you know, that are, you know, making a whole bunch of money, they really can't say. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so we're more so honest with the you know, we're the everyman, we're the common man, and we'll, you know, we'll definitely speak on some of these things. And, and as we know today, uh, everything leaks into sports. Yeah, everything. So it's not just no, – no topic, just 100% a sports topic because there's going to be – there's politics involved and there's just socioeconomic right. concerns. Right. And on the, the back, back end – So true.
3: Yeah, so we're going to come back. We're going to take a little pause for the cause, but when we come back, we're going to pick up a little bit more on the economics of sports. We want to talk about uh, baseball <sighs> – And uh, basketball as well. Uh, So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Silicon Valley Business Connection.
1: This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now back to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
2: Uh, We want to welcome you back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Carl. Yeah, man. I, I know you were talking in break that you had some really good uh, questions about uh, what you're going to ask uh, uh, Arthur Ann and Jamal, right?
3: Arthur Ann, yeah, Arthur Ann. <laughs> Is it Arthur Ann? Arthur Ann. Arthur Ann, oh, sorry. We call him Arthur Ann. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, let me. I'm calling th- him that every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah, with the Warriors being here in the Bay Area, we're very proud of their success and their cool. new acquisitions. And looking at uh, some of the acquisitions that have gone on um, uh, this year with other teams. What do you guys think about? Tell me what you think about the Warriors first. And then tell me about acquisition, about players turning, going from what, OKC to the Warriors, those type of things. What do you guys think about that?
5: I think it's fantastic. And I'm the biggest Kevin Durant fan you'll ever meet. When he, uh, got to the Warriors, I was ecstatic. And I'll forever say it's going to be a while before they, before they fall off. That team is just too challenging and has way too much firepower. Now they had a little hiccup last night, but uh, <laughs> they're not going to get twenty six turnovers every game. <laughs> exactly,
4: exactly. And, no, and, I li- and likewise, I have I have no problem with it when we talk about. The business of sports, and we talk about all the revenue that owners make and the and the, the leverage that they have. I have no problem with players taking their careers into their own hands and putting themselves in better situations. No problem with it at exactly. all.
3: Exactly. Okay, but someone like someone like Kevin Durant, who went from OKC, who could have gone to the uh, to the championship but didn't, but then turn around and left. What, uh is, is that uh, the word we used to say in high school, copacetic, or uh, or do you I think that was, you think he just kind of you know followed the dollar?
5: No, Kevin Durant left, and I'm going to put this as best as I can put it because I actually watched the Thunder. I watched a few Thunder games this year. You can see it on camera when you watch the Thunder play while he left. I mean, it's pretty much one-on-one basketball, and in the fourth quarter, he ain't getting it. Uh-huh. I mean, I saw three, two or three times the other night when I'm watching the Thunder and the Timberwolves, Westbrook's taking one-on-five. <laughs> Don't to do that, man. And like I saw my girlfriend last night, Paul George is, is, is making a pit stop. He'll be elected next year.
3: <laughs> what about the Clippers now? What do you guys think about the Clippers this year? I remember when I was younger, when we were younger, Clippers were like who? I forgot they when there was even a basketball team down there. The
4: Clippers right? balling this year. Yeah, they are balling. And you know yeah, what they, they are? They are I they are doing. I love piece and Blake Griffin. Right, they are doing so much better. They really are, and I'm so proud of them. And please note that, uh, the tinge of uh, sarcasm in my voice. Okay, I'm so proud of them because they're doing so much better, but you don't hang banners for better.
3: <laughs> I like that. Ooh, that's <laughs> I'm about to put that on my Facebook page. I like that. Hey, me...
5: There's no moral <laughs> banners, of course. Um, just, 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 an, just an FYI. You're talking know, you to somebody's gym, you're like,
4: hey, there's a lot of moral banners. Right <laughs> right for this team. Just an FYI. I'm a, I've been a Laker fan since I was five, so the Clippers doing better is just yeah, okay.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs> Good for you. It's like a thank you. I oh, appreciate it. Oh, thank S- you.
2: Speaking of that, because you guys have a, a YouTube uh channel or a YouTube show called What Do I Know? Sports. I right. wanna I wanna talk about that because um you know when I think about parents making an investment into their kids. Uh, if people think about this, I mean, there's a lot of ways that people can go. You 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 have a very athletic child. Does he does he get ready for the NFL, the NBA, baseball, tennis, golf? Uh, now there's women basketball. Uh, this is a business show that says, look, when you invest, you're expecting some type of return on that. So it's very wise for parents to to really look at their kids and and help you know, support the kids in whatever profession they're going to go to. So I want you guys to talk a little bit about how you guys see that, because you guys know sports.
4: Well, I have been uh, in the youth coaching for 20 years, and I've seen so many things from the sublime to the ridiculous. The biggest thing that I think parents can do is, number one, don't try to live vicariously through your kids. You didn't make it, so I'm going to make this kid. You know, and 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 I'm very serious, because I see so so many parents, they want to do that. And then what will happen is a coach will, like, tell them, okay, this is the ceiling that is for your kid. Mm -hmm. And the parent don't want to hear that. And they'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, anybody who will tell them, yeah, I can get your kid a scholarship or I can get your kid to the pros, when that is not realistic, when less than 12% of the, the players that play select an AAU basketball, mm-hmm. even play in college, let alone make it make it to the pros. Wow. You've got to look at the numbers. It's, it's not a realistic goal. Now, yeah, you're going to have your prodigies, and you're going to have some uh, that are going to go on to play. I had a kid that played basketball for me, and this kid was a freaky athlete, but he just wasn't very tall. hmm a great athlete, a hustle guy. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting a, uh, you know, a scholarship to a very low-level D1 school, mm-hmm. and he played played football. Graduated, you know, got his business degree, and he went on about his business. Right. No way in the world he could, you know, he could play he could play pros. So right. what we do in our organization, all about goals. Not only do we coach basketball, and we do the individual training. Each one of our kids that are in high school, I will give their parent a sheet that they have to fill out, and I want to know the top five colleges these kids want to go to. Mm -hmm. And the the reason why I... The reason why I do that is because if you yeah. tell me, Carl, yeah. Carl, if you tell me that your kid wants to go to Yale, Princeton, and Duke, mm-hmm. and 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 I give you the homework assignment of getting your kid's GPA on the four scale, mm-hmm. and your kid's GPA is two point three, mm-hmm. well, we got to have a realistic conversation.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, unless <laughs> Yale is in South Central California somewhere. <laughs>
4: right,
5: right. right. You, you want know, El so C- C- yeah, college, C- right. C- so, yeah. so, so, uh,
4: so, Carl, the, the thing is, what we try to do, we try to give the parents a realistic Mm -hmm. uh, uh, picture Mm -hmm. of what we are you know what you're you're dealing with let's not go for that pie in the sky or as we say I'm not going to blow smoke
3: yeah but you said something I think is very valuable and I'm really into the trickle down of sports I really believe in that uh, because I started playing sports when I was in the 6th grade I mean when I was 6 years old Um, it's important for parents to support their kids obviously while they're playing sports because even if they don't make it to the pros if they make it to college some of that is a free education i got a free education from uc berkeley could have gone to brown uh could have gone to uh, nebraska could have gone to ucla but i chose cal that was a free education that's two hundred thousand dollars that that my parents my mom never had to pay even if i didn't make it to cal and went to a state school or even even if between being six years old and 18 years old, i played in high school I learned what's the things that you teach them drive ambition, determination, teamwork, teamwork. all those kind of things yep. has right. a has a dollar value in sports so 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 when we talk about the business of sports, the business of sports could be family values, like you talk about all the time, Arthana. It could be uh, value in education. It could be the value in moving forward after, uh, or it could be once you make it, and you make that ten million dollar contract. How do you how do you reinvest that into right. yourself, into your family, into your community?
4: Right. No, that's, no, that's very very true. That's very true because it is an overall investment, and one of the things and I know, Jam- <laughs> you know, Jamal, how many uh, on the uh, the select team. Your select team, how many parents do you see in the stands when you're coaching a game? You know, out honestly? of twelve kids. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Out Probably of twelve kids about thirty. Yeah, exactly. Really? Right. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that is a huge <coughs> that's a huge problem. Everybody wants their kids to play, but you will have a, a minority of parents. When we have our tryouts, uh, we'll have 50, 60 kids. Uh, you know, in the tryout, and we have very specific paperwork that has to be filled out by parents. You guys have no idea
5: how difficult it is to get the paperwork back. <laughs> yeah, right, man, man. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. <laughs> we, we,
3: when we did the uh, Super Bowl here and we did the um, Play 60 programs uh, over at Silicon Valley, uh, the, the Chamber of Commerce did these Play sixty programs in San Jose and in Berkeley and EPA East, East Palo Alto. One of the things we did at Berkeley on the campus was we, we did a a, a a thing called the physics of uh, uh, the physics and the STEM of sports. So it goes back to, okay, if you don't play sports, here's how you can understand it. Here's how the, the velocity of a baseball, and once it hits, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the the amount of, yeah, the, tra- the trajectory and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Right. There are so many things in sports that you can learn that has nothing to do, like Jamal was talking about, nothing to do with actual playing sports, mm-hmm. but could be a career, which people like you, Jamal, people like you, Arthur and even Carl Davis, who's really a sports fan, you guys can teach kids. Carl, there's a lot of programs at high schools here. There's a lot of uh, uh, techathons and hackathons here with kids. Um, the things that uh, we can teach them, you guys can teach them about sports. Uh, that's not even a part of playing. That has a true value, a dollar value, it has a life, uh, a life learned value to it,
4: right? Right, right, definitely, right, definitely. And I think totally more, more more sports programs. And Jamal knows this. There are a truckload of sports programs that are in the, the Dallas area, but they're concentrating so much on sports. And they're great organizations. Don't get me wrong. They're great organizations. But I think there needs to be a, a balance on life skills, you know, that which include, you know, education. And even from our, you know, our young men and women, how to grow up and be good young men and young women. These are things that are going to carry you a lot farther than sports will.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like, uh, if, if you guys know what Herm Edwards is. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, he does the rookie sports tour year. year, year to try to teach and educate the new guys coming into the league on how to conduct themselves, how to manage their money, and how to pretty much be a professional. I don't know if basketball does that, but I know NFL does that, and that should be in every sport in my opinion. Right.
2: That's wonderful. I want to ask you guys this, because we only got about a couple minutes left. Uh, you guys are in Dallas, <clears throat> but you have a program that's on YouTube, so that means it goes all over the world. Um, how do you guys get sponsors, or how do you get people to help you, you know, fund this or keep you guys on the air, or like, what are you guys looking for in that regard?
5: We're look- oh, yeah,
4: uh, I'm just going to be candid. We're, we're looking ahead, for any Art. help we can get. We're looking for advice, uh, you know, and assistance from people like yourself and you know, and Carl. Carl and I are involved in some projects right now uh, with a couple of proposals that we and he, he and I have are uh, 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 drawing up to try to get out to some people to uh, help get uh, the radio show and the um, and our organization uh, you know, support, and we're looking for any and all help that we can get so we can expand ourselves and help out other people.
3: Right, and you guys are you guys are in the Dallas area, but there are people that like like Under Armour and other companies that are nationwide that are here in the Bay Area. That if uh, how can people find you uh, on YouTube and is there email or 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 website, website, uh, Facebook? How can quickly we got like thirty seconds left?
5: Okay, now from the YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, and just type in "What Do I Know Sports" and uh, we we both pop up all our shows, all everything.
4: Right in the uh, the All About Goals organization is www.aag.com. Kings.com.
3: A A G Kings.com right.
2: and all about sport all about <clears throat> sports. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> And I like the fact that you guys said y'all pop up because we'll get a chance to see those faces, (laughs) those radio faces, right? (laughs) Uh, Well, we're about out of time, and we really appreciate you guys coming on. And we look forward to uh, working with you and talking with you again. And you've been on Silicon Valley Business Connections. Catch us on the web, blackchamber.com.
1: You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis, Jr., and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected...